This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Hello. Hello. Here we are. Two seventy nine. Two seventy nine. Flawless execution. To the Rebel Scum podcast. Finally, the kid has come back. I apologize for not being here last week for a roaring good conversation about Mandalorian. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't listen. It was. Uh, I went solo, Brock. I was solo. Thank you for that. Oh, you sound way better now. <laughs> yes, I plugged in a microphone, so I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna hold it though, like this, because it's Friday night. I got my water in a Kylo Ren cup. Mm. Very nice, very nice, very like nice. Being a Charlie, and yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you you couldn't make it last week, and I I did. I came on solo, and I wasn't going to. And then a couple of our patrons were like, "Well, we're here, just do it." And I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> So I did, and it was a it was a great time because the last last week's episode was so so much fun that I was like I can't wait to talk about it. Um, we haven't actually talked much about it yet. We have no. talked a little bit about it, but not not entirely. And yes, I am sitting on a futon like Jabba the Hut, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm okay. With, I should take the um, the green screen thing off. So that people can see what I'm actually like. I am Jabba the Hut right now, but anyway, it is what it is. And uh, here we are, Friday night. How you doing, anyway? How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. You know, like we don't have to focus too much on the last episode, but something I haven't texted you about and wanted to just bring up live on Rebel Scum Podcast is that the third episode of Mandalorian has a strikingly similar type of episode to that of the third episode of Last of Us, where, like, the story just deviates away from the main cast for a hot second. And it's its own little... What is it when a sitcom and they do a story, like a fishbowl story? Fish tank? Whatever, yeah, the the box. I can't remember what it's called. No, no, it's like, you know, you're getting too... You're getting too... uh, smart on it it's like when it's like it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a typical felony episode in the middle of nothing that has that's like this might mean something later on so it's a pergal episode um no like it's i was like oh this is hilarious because it's one it was an engaging story and it's just like and it just has nothing to do or well that's not true it has dr uh, pershing so like the character exists in the story but very interesting. I hope we get to see more of that or what came off the rest of that story. But I thought it was hilarious. But that in those, the, those like, I don't know. I don't, is Mandalorian doing well rating wise? I like it's hard no. to tell because I'm just like, I'm into it. It's not. Um, but I think that's because it is. People are going to start binging these shows. I think the people that have Disney Plus have it. Yeah, people yeah. are going to join it for it. I think people are going to binge the show. Yeah. So this, I've been thinking a lot about the Last of Us uh, versus these last couple episodes, especially, but more so bo- the book of Boba Fett in a lot of ways as well. Mm-hmm. And and it, yeah, there's a lot of comparisons in that they they kind of go away. But there is one difference though, one, one big difference, and that is the characters that we go off on on these Star Wars shows are characters that have something to do with the Star Wars shows, and they're not just like <laughs> characters that like show up and then disappear. Like they, like that's how it is. It's like because Pershing and Kane are two characters that we've spent time with in the past, and yeah. we we should learn more about. Like we need to learn more about Pershing, like because he's the guy who's after Baby Yoda this whole time. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it, I think it works better in this. And I'm not gonna get into 
The Last of Us because my ratings <laughs> pretty impressive. Uh, but but it that so for me it's like the I think Mandalorian showing up in Boba Fett is more Last of Us than this. But even then, Mandal but Din Djarin is a character that we were re- that Boba Fett got reintroduced to us through. So that that's where I felt like those Dale's in the chat. That's where I felt like those comparisons were more so. But I know exactly I know exactly what you mean because the thought the Last of Us of it all did cross my mind. It's yeah. weird though that people like. Because you know how I feel about that, but but it's it's funny when I see people complain about it in in the book in, in Mandalorian, and these are the people that are praising The Last of Us. That's what that's what drives me nuts. It's like they're clearly cut from the same cloth. Uh, anyway, it, uh, it I thought anytime we go to Coruscant, though, Brock, I'm good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, we see like that's just the tip of the mountain is in like the courtyard of a low a lower courtyard of Coruscant is just like wow wow it's just like it's like they're creating like the concept that like Coruscant is like many millions of floors down or whatever like you could just you're just like here's a little egg we'll have later that like if we run out of ideas in space it's like they're just inside a massive building that's also a planet like it's just so cool it's like even though we know about it, it's just like, ah, that's very, very nice. Um, but let's go to like this episode. Uh, episode four, um, bird watching. Uh, no, it wasn't. What was it called now? I think it was The Foundling. The, the Foundling. So it's the like. The Foundling directed by Grieve Karga. Yeah. 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 Like, that's awesome. It was. It was really good. Do, do we know what the name of this planet that they're on now that the the. The coven, the curvent, the what is it called? What what is the group of man? What do you call a group of Mandalorians? The culvert, the mandolin. Oh, the The mandolinians. Fan hate for double K. Kathleen Kennedy got. uh, I think Brock, if you check the board, yeah, Kathleen Kennedy was fired. Bam, she's fired. Uh, I don't think. I think the planet did get named. There was a name drop. Yeah, I can't remember. But I don't remember what it was. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, Hito Ride or or Dale or someone can clue us into that because I one I, I, I have just stopped like planet names, character names. I'm just yeah, I, yeah. I'm too old to retain this information now, and I just accept it for what it is, and that is yeah, Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> um. Since we're talking about this, I had a like somewhat theory because I watched this new episode and then watched Bad Batch, which, hey, everyone, get back into Bad Batch. It's I think it's worth it. Uh, you really I already told you, you just need to watch four episodes and I, you're caught up with the story in the series. I got to cut you off because mm-hmm. you said something like, I wonder if they both know what each other are doing. And yeah. Hi- Heidi executive producer Heidi on Twitter tweeted basically the same thing. Yeah. Uh, she kind of, she's like, they might like, are there? And the thing is, would that really surprise you? Because I was, I haven't seen the bad batch yet, but I've been thinking about it and Mandalorian season one introduced to us the power of force healing through baby Yoda. And then the next day yeah. we went to the theater to go see yeah. the rise of Skywalker and Ray used the force healing. So, it might, but it might not be. It might not tie in. It might yeah. not. But 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 their track record to me is suggesting that nothing is a coincidence when it comes to the storytelling of this franchise. Maybe I don't know. But the connection that I did not do any research or did not write any notes or have any proof is in. I, I watched Mandalorian first, so if spoilers, um, let's pause for a second. Uh, like the big part of this ser- this this episode is this massive pterodactyl lizard birds that steal one of the foundlings, and and they chase them. So you see that like that really cool like scene of like this bird mother flying away to its nest in the uh, Bad Batch. Like early on in the episode, it's not the main planet that you spend a lot of time on in the episode, but 
there is a scene that looks similar to canyons it's at night so it's hard to t- check check out details per se but there are lizard pterodactyls in the distance flying and i was like oh like i just watched this episode I'm like oh what is that i mean we we're flying weird creatures in star wars is by far not new but i was like oh it was six in the morning i wasn't gonna go too too deep but yeah i don't know i don't know if anyone (laughs) else caught that so that's kind of cool but the reason i think well why would they want to do that both both seasons of this of of these two different shows have a storyline about cloning going on the dr pershing cloning story and the dr hemlock which is very uh more villainous like uh empire empire uh scientist so this is like bad batches during like is prior to a new hope right so i don't think we're gonna see characters but like this could be a cool drop because we know palpatine's very interested in cloning in both series i guess is we're assuming that all this cloning is being backed by Palpatine. So very, very interesting. Maybe something, I don't know. Like this season feels really, really good. Cause it's like all the things that we've been kind of like getting hints from on other seasons. I feel like we're getting answers. Like I, I thought of something today. I rewatched the episode today and I was like, I forget what I was going to think. But anyways, James, what are your thoughts on this random theory I put out? I think um, the way Favreau and Filoni are conducting their business, I'm, I don't think it's going to go immediately to the direction that you are. <laughs> I, yeah. But no, no, no. But I think eventually, and now they said they don't have an end game, but I think eventually their end game is getting to that. Because I think what's going to have to happen with these shows is that we're going to have to get to Palpatine somehow. Yeah. Pal- like, like the point of Palpatine has to somehow come up in this show. Because the one thing you always say about the Clone Wars is how it kind of saved the prequels for you. So that's and that's what's hap- that's what these shows are. These shows are the Clone Wars for the sequels, but not only that, but also for the prequels and for the original trilogy. This is a way for them to bridge all the gaps and fill all the holes. And I think I so I think right now they're gonna they're gonna concern themselves with Mandalore first. Thrawn second, something third, and then Palpatine. Like they're not gonna rush into, but I think your theory will come to fruition. I think it's the long game, though. I don't think it's the short, the short uh game. Short game. Oh no, yeah. Short yardage. It's like, you know, it's like it's maybe have they have a cool idea. They're like, let's hint at this, and then Mm. but never give like concise like answers, but sort of like, oh, like. You're looking for clone, uh, oh God, what's Andy Serkis's villain's character? Snoke. Snoke. You're like, here's all, oh, is that a Snoke in the background? Whoa, 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 whoa. And that, and that, or you're looking for like crew members in the background. <laughs> By the way, I got to ask like everybody in the chat, like did people, everyone noticed that last season, right? Like two, I know it's been two years, but everyone remembers the Snoke in a tube. Oh yeah. Years, right. Cause I've seen people tweeting like, did that episode hint at Snoke? I'm like, we've been hinted at, they've yeah. hinted at Snoke like flat out. Like we saw Snoke's face in a test tube already. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I couldn't tell if you froze. My uh, my mic somehow got. There we go. My mic got unplugged. I don't know how that happened, but I just got a notification saying your mic's unplugged. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what I was saying, but people have forgotten. I think. Yeah. About last season, two. I mean, it's been two years, I guess, right? But but people seem to forget because he'd be like, "Did they hint at Snoke's creation?" Yeah. Yeah. Two years ago. Two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago. And this is the continuation of that Snoke cloning storyline yeah. that we got. Like, that's all this is. So am I muted again? No, you're oh, good. Oh, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
You're good. You're good. Um, yeah, I know. Speaking. But it's like if if they can't like wrap it up, but they're not focusing on it at all. Like it's not. It's like it's a win-win because it's like we could either finish our story and then also have this other like backstory of like what all the cloning is and or we don't we just do the one and yeah so it could be genius i don't know do you do you think they need to come to a conclusion on on any of that or can that just kind of live in the background kind of side by side i think that the the baby yoda of it all needs to come at a head at some point right because they're still after baby yoda but the whole snoke and palpatine thing i don't think these shows need to necessarily no. come to a head at but, no. it, but it's got it's got to be there and you got to feel like that's where yeah. it's going and i think this show i think the mandalorian season two and now i think they're doing a great job of bringing it towards the sequel trilogy because even if you hate those movies the, the pro they, they don't the, they exist like they they are there yeah. they're part of they're part of the bigger star wars story and someone commented the other day they're like well the new writers that they keep losing is because they don't want to deal with the sequels it's like i don't believe that for a second because even if you absolutely hate the sequels there are there are positive elements in them and there are and there are uh, aspects to them that you can build on and create something really cool out of yeah like like honest honestly honestly we're going to talk about this week's episode now, but you got Ahmed Best, the most hated actor in all of Star Wars for 20 years. And instead of, and instead of them just washing their hands of it, okay, we didn't get Jar Jar Binks fine, but look at what they did. So you take things that you might, that the, the artists might not even like and what they're, and they're going to just like, well, this is part of the canon, So let's use it. And, but you utilize it to your advantage to tell the story that you've got to tell. And it's the same reason, the same way they brought Sagarera into Rogue One, right? Gary mm. Widow was writing it. He's like, I got this idea. I need a character like this. And the story group said, "Here's Sagarera. We already have that character. Don't create someone new. We've right. got, we've got this." And that's all. That's what Star Wars needs to focus on more. It's like, you know, don't yeah. don't concern yeah. yourself with this or that. Everything's laid out for you. Tell a brand new story, but then pieces of the other stuff can trickle in. And yeah. if you absolutely hate an a yellow ray having a yellow lightsaber you just work that in a way that fits your story or you don't use yeah, it I, yeah. I just i don't think you don't anyway there's it's star wars is great <laughs> truly uh this this episode was like it was so cool like it's it, it's it's this this show is like just a nice slow burn of like here's a story you can follow and it's like it's not like each episode is its own little thing. It's like, it's continuing, continuing. It's like this, this change in Bo-Katan is amazing. Like, it's like at the end of season two, if you told me this is where we would go in the first four episodes with that character, I'd be like, no, no way. No, she's going to have a sh immediate showdown or like tensions will rise between her and Din Jaren. I'm like, no, yeah. none of none of the things that we thought we should go back to the finale of Mandalorian season two and see what we think, or like the weeks prior after that, to like be like, what do you think is going to happen in Mandalorian season three? We we wouldn't we would be, we would be still talking about like oh he's like like Grogu is still with Luke. Like that's what's beautiful about this show. It's like it kind of keeps you guessing. Andor does it better. Andor does it better, I think, but like. This season has been really fun. And, like, the fact that Bo-Katan is, like, all of a sudden down with the sickness. I mean, down with the uh, Death Watch. Like, like that's so great. I, I, this doesn't feel like the Death Watch or, well, they call them the Children of the Watch, right? In this. So, are we yeah. assuming this isn't exactly Death Watch? It's probably, like, the, the sequel trilogy version of <laughs> it's It's the, the GoBots version of Death Watch. Um, though, uh, you, you love calling him heavy, but like that's Paz Vizla. So the yeah, well, he, well, of Vizla, so. first, I believe first season he was referred to as heavy and that was his name right. before, I think it was a toy actually gave like, in yeah, classic stuff. yeah, but yeah, his name is Paz Vizla and, and th here's the thing. Bo-Katan saves his son. So yeah. now, at, now yeah. you've got, you've got to assume what you should never do that 
he is going to have to be loyal to Bo-Katan now for at least this season. Yeah. He has to, and Bo-Katan, like, she might be in to the Children of the Watch now, the Death Watch Juniors, but I don't think she really is. She's got bigger ulterior motives at hand, and that Mythosaur is a big one. Yeah. And, oh, she's, yeah. and she's creating her own army, and I think her and the armorer are going to have some kind of face-off down the road because the armor mm. is the only thing that's going to stand in her way from leading Mandalore at this point. And I think that's where we're going. She's got like she's got heavy now. She's got Paz Vizsla. He's got yep. his son on his side. Yep. Din's on his side. Grogu's on her side. So I, I, I still think something's coming to a head. And and they said this is going to deal a lot more with Mandalore. So it's exciting. It's exciting to see because people complaining like this season has no direction. And I think this season of all the seasons of Mandalore, Mandalorian has the most direction. We just haven't been pointed in it. Dire- exactly as of yet i think book of boba fett had the most direction of them all because it was such an, a, a contained story like yeah, it was yeah. once he's like this this is the beginning and this is the end and you kind of knew where it was going and they did the twists and turns or whatever yeah, but this yeah. i feel like this has direction and the, the people are idiots and they just want everything force fed to them nowadays but it has a clear direction they know where they're going with it we have not been given the map yet we're just getting pieces of it as we go along it's kind of like when you have the gps on your phone and it just kind of gives you a little bit at a time and you've got to just wait just wait wait and you're going to reach your destination and either you're going to be happy with where we land or you're going to be miserable because you're in ottawa (laughs) i am entering ottawa (laughs) Ah! i am exiting ottawa (laughs) taking a shot at the capital yeah um ottawa yeah, no, I just I agree. It's like it can just this show can just exist of its own. It's or I, I will say this: it's like uh, we've been doing this for five years. I've been liking Star Wars for seven. over seven. seven years. Seven years in August. What was five years? Seven. Um. Oh, I've been at my for six. <laughs> That's it. Um. Uh. But like. Never in my life as a Star Wars fan have I actually cared about the Mandalorians. And there's yeah. been many different iterations on it. Like this show makes me actually interested in the, in the the like the etiquette and the culture of the Mandalorians because we're getting little bits and pieces of it. It's like like at the, at the end of Boba Book of Boba Fett, you kind of find like like the armor just seems to be like, oh, you're just a crazy zealot. But now it's like I don't. The character seems that that character just seems to develop more where it's like, well, you know, it's like Very as long as you abide character. by these rules, we're there's there's way more to this than there is. Like it's like I'm like, yeah, let's just spend time learning how they train. It's like I wonder how many people were like so excited to see like Grogu doing flips over the other People are complaining about it because it looked ridiculous. And I was like, it's Star Wars. He's a freaking puppet. It's a puppet. Alien. It looked amazing. <laughs> it looked amazing. I was so happy when he put the little missiles on him. I was like, give me the toy. Give me the toy. Let's go. Give me the toy. And you didn't yeah, want to yeah, fight yeah, the guy. Yeah. It was what a great show. Yeah. Solid. Just solidly great. Um, oh, it's just so much fun. Um, yeah, I can't say that more. It's um Yeah. Yeah, I love this show. I love it. I love it so much. Um I'm trying like it's there's there's a I did find like this show in comparison to the or this episode in comparison to the last up couple episodes, like we were talking on t- through text, like, ooh, this is very cool. This is how about this and how about this? And outside of like the the um oh god jar jar binks what's his name oh my best oh my best like that was great that was solid his character from that short-lived kids game show (laughs) like just great like uh uh but like this show this episode was more of like look at these characters not like oh do you get this do you get the star wars reference do you get this do you get like like it was it was really really nice. And the wild thing is, like, we haven't even returned to the pirates 
the pirate sub story if well, we ever do. We All might right. not because they're the bad guys of the skeleton crew. I still think they've got to show up in some capacity. Like they had a standoff with Grieve Carga. I don't know how you just kind of let that go, but maybe they do. I don't know. We've seen we've seen the characters reunite in a different show. So who the hell knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. And what you said though is a great point because I didn't realize I well, I mean, I saw him at best. I'm like, I part of me was like is that the character he played in the game show but then i was like yeah they want to do that and then of course they did it but you don't need to know that and there's a lot of information on these shows that you don't need to like we you know and heidi knows and rob everyone knows that is dire star wars but if you don't you can still watch it and not bat an eye like there's not there's no like deep cuts where you're like well i don't i don't what's that reference and i think people and then there's three types of people. There's people that are clueless to it and they just accept it for what it is. Then there's a the diehard fans who are like, oh man, but blah, 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 put the pieces together, blah. And then there's the ones in the middle who know that there's more of a backstory to these things who overthink it now. And they're like, what do I need to know? What am I missing about this? It's like nothing. Just let the story tell itself. You don't need to concern yourself with the, the BS that I obsess over. You just yeah. enjoy You just They're putting the, the meal on the plate for you. You eat the meal. You don't worry about the buffet. Yeah. You worry yeah. about what's on your table. And, and and so there's those people too. And I think that those are the ones I think I lost the most because they start to overthink it. And they're the ones that go on the social medias and they bring things up. And then the big diehard fans are like, see, if you don't know X, you're not understanding Y. It's like, no, everyone's just thinking too much. It's Star yeah, Wars. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. good versus evil, helmets versus on helmets. Let's go, Moff Gideon. What are you showing up? Yeah, no, it's true. It's like, who's the villain of this ep- of this series right now? Oh, it's going to be Moff Gideon. Right now, there's no villain. Yeah, it it's has just, to be, right? Because the first season, there was really no villain for a while either, right? There was the client, but the client wasn't really the villain. He was just yeah. the client. I just got side Akbar um, uh, to the chat because they're saying Star Wars fans are Philadelphia Eagles fans. That's what Heidi said. First of all, Star Wars fans don't eat poo off the street. Second, And then and then he, he override said that the, the Star Trek fans are Raiders fans. And Heidi said, no, they're Dolphins fans. Uh, and, uh, and then they're like and then they and then uh you don't want to be a lions fan who does and then he he right saying uh, most canadians are buffalo bill game are, are buffalo bills yeah uh here's the thing i gotta i gotta tell you right now um lions versus bills i will go to a lions game over a bills game any day of the week screw <laughs> the drive i double the time double my pleasure because one's a dome and one is in Buffalo in the winter. And I'm hard, Brock, I'm a hard pass in going to another Bills game. Secondly, there's not as many Bills fans around here as you think. There's, a <laughs> there's lot. just loud ones. <laughs> there's loud ones, but I would, I would, yeah. I would argue, to use your phrase, there are more Dallas Cowboy fans around here and Green Bay oh, yeah. Packers fans around here than there are buffalo bills fans and that's all we're going to talk about sports let's get back into star wars if you were a buffalo bills fan what star wars character would you like to be uh (laughs) 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 but okay so let's just go right i'm at best they they not here's the i talked about this on on a on a, a little yeah the other day on the channel is they bring ahmed best in he's not jar jar Binks, but they bring him in they make him a Jedi who rescue. They make him the Jedi that rescues Grogu. Then they make him a Jedi with two lightsabers who acts like a badass in the rescue of Grogu. Mm-hmm. Then they make him a Jedi who's rescuing Grogu on Darkwing Duck's space bike, which and that's like it was uh, driving around Coruscant. Then they make him the Jedi who fights off shock troopers and then takes one of Queen Amidala's Naboo ships and saves Grogu and survives all of it. That is, uh, people are saying redemption, it is redemption, but it was more for me, Brock, in my opinion, that was more, it was more of the Saw Gerrera situation where they're like, we need a character. Yeah. Why don't we use this character that we have who worked with kids? And he's played by an actor who's Star Wars fans because there are, by and large the worst people on earth drove him to uh, like consider suicide like they drove him to the edge 
They're like, let's make it that guy. And now everybody loves him again. And it was yeah. a great moment. He did well. And he, yeah. like, badass driving around Coruscant and fought shock troopers or the great star troopers. Like, everything about that moment was fantastic and it was well played. And I think Favreau and Filoni and whoever else came up with that uh, should, should get a, you know, they should get a raise. They're not getting paid enough. <laughs> so, like, are we going to see more of that story or will we see Ahmed best again? And like, this is the thing I was trying to remember earlier. It's like, Oh, how much of like, where, where is Grogu for that from where we've seen so far in this current episode to basically being found by, by Din, because that's, there's a good, I don't know. I would 20 years, right? Yeah. Yes, I would put money on I, I one more, at least one more episode with Ahmed Best as this character. And a little bit more of Grogu learning about the Force. Mm. I would put money on that because Grogu knows a little bit about the Force in the second episode of The Mandalorian when he uses it on the Mudhorn, right? So he has an understanding of... Of the force now, whether or not he goes the Ray Skywalker way and just kind of like randomly uses it out of nowhere, which frankly I hope doesn't happen. I I can see an episode very maybe not a, not a whole episode, but a part of an episode where he is with uh, Kelleran Beck, hmm. and he learns a little bit of the force, and we see a little bit more about Grogu's journey. The question I have is: Is Kelleran Beck are they going to kill this character off? Because now it's kind of tough when you've got a kids game show host. <laughs> Like, do you just kill off a kid's game show host, or do you just have him do what people do best with Grogu and ship him off to the next sucker and then go his separate way? And that way, his, you know, whatever happens to Keller and Beck is ominous to it. We don't know because, because it, like, I don't know, like, can you kill a game show host off in Star Wars? I don't know if that's ever been done. That is a good question. I have no idea. This actually makes me think of a meme I saw like today where it's like it's a it's people photoshopped Star Wars faces over a, a movie scene. So it's the scene from Billy Madison where he calls uh, uh, Steve Buscemi to be like, hey, man, yeah. I, I was a jerk to you in high school. I just want you to know, like, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, thanks. I really appreciate it. And then he crosses him off his kill list. So it's like it's grogu calling anakin <laughs> ah <laughs> it's grogu uh, calling anakin and he's like hey anakin i just wanted to know i think you should have been on the jedi council and i'm sorry it didn't happen for you he's like hey man i appreciate that and he just it's like the board behind him says like obi-wan mace windu <laughs> grogu which he's now scratched off and then it's like sand <laughs> or younglings and then sand <laughs> I'm going to kill Sam. I'm like, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, now there's like, it's like truly the story of New Hope. It was like, there's no more Jedi. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, I guess it's also. Are there too many? Are there too many Jedi? I don't think there's any such thing. I think, I think you just. No, in, in Return of the, in Return of the Jedi. Are there too many Jedi around now? Heidi got Heidi's Heidi was ruined because she said that she thought I was on the Millennium Falcon because my background changed to the futon. Uh, no, I just landed on Hoth. Tauntaun, Tauntaun. People listening are like, "Why do we listen to this?" <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's um. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Mandalorian episode four, solid, solid stuff. Yeah, I think um, I gave it a 15 out of 10. And then the next day I changed my rating to a 16 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Significantly higher than my rating of The Last of Us, Brock. Significantly <laughs> higher because it has two things that The Last of Us will never have. Pedro Pesca. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Can't even and a spunky sidekick. Oh, wait. oh what? <laughs> what is happening here? Well, weird creatures chasing. Ah, oh, come on. Um, although neither of shows have very many weird creatures, so you got that going for. They are basically the exact same thing. Only one, one 
No, they both have flashbacks. They're the same show. <laughs> yeah. They're the exact same show. Actually, I guess you could argue that Ahmed Best is to Grogu what um, Storm Reed is to Girl from Last of Us. I can't remember her name. Groget. What's oh, name? yeah. I mean, they're basically the same, right? One, They rescue each other. Only yeah. one gets bit and one gets out of the, the jet. How cool was it, though, when they're flying away? And you're, I saw an edit on the Ticker Talkers. Uh, rip TikTok, rip RIP TikTok soon, I suppose is happening. But I saw an edit where someone edited uh, Ahmed Best flying out and, uh, and the, the Jedi Temple in flames behind him. And then it cut to Revenge of the Sith and Padme looking out her window at that same scene. In the oh. And I was like, oh, amazing. Wow. I was like, that, it was really well done. I should have sent it to you, but TikTok rip. I don't want you have, I don't want your phone to get hacked on the TikTok, Brock. I don't know what's going on other than nobody can compete with TikTok. There's something about it that people are like, I need to be on the TikTok. The reels on Instagram are not good enough for me. I got to get on TikTok. <laughs> By the way, if I post a meatball video, it does very well on the YouTube. Just so you know, if you ever see meatballs, it's because it does very well on YouTube. There you go. They should call it <laughs> Colts. <laughs> oh my God, Heidi. Why did I read that? If you... <laughs> I'm a joke fit. Mute the mic. This is why you don't like lounge while you're on, like, I. Semi fake reputable broadcast. That is us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just I'm get more and more prone. That would be perfect. I'm gonna lay down. <laughs> yeah, get, just I, lay, lay down as much as you can so that the virtual background will slowly just eliminate you from it. But I got my Jaws poster up top. So I got this Jaws poster. Guess do you know where I got this Jaws poster from, Brock? No, uh, HMV. I got this from. <laughs> Sam the record man. I got this from Home Depot. <laughs> this was from Home Depot like four years ago. Aaron and I were shopping and they had Jaws, Pulp Fiction, and something else. And I was like, what? This is awesome. And Aaron was like, you should get it. And I said, how do why do you condone my habits? So I I I got it and I put it up in this room, kind of like just to piss Aaron off. Because this is the guest bedroom. So I put it up. To piss her off, and she goes, "Get that poster down." And I said, "No," and I left it up. And then our nieces and nephew came over to stay over for the night. It was years ago, and my niece, who I think was like six or seven, she runs up to him. She goes, ah. "We go what?" She goes, "I want to sleep in the Jaws room." And I was like, "Ha ha!" <laughs> so the poster's been up here since I guess for five, oh, four years now. Uh, it'll come down soon, though. But it's it's a great poster. Home Depot. Who would have thought? Every time you look at the poster, your face disappears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, now the invisible, hands. I love the the Return of the Invisible Man is one of my favorite uh. movies. Couldn't get any friends to come over to watch it as a kid though, because it was black and white, and and kids <laughs> and black and white do not go together <laughs> at all. Anything else you want to say about the last two episodes? Uh, I love it. Uh, I want to watch them again. I think for sure, like when this season's over, I'm just going to watch the whole thing straight through again. Like, it's just great. It's just, it's like you, you, you watch these characters like Bo-Katan that existed in a cartoon walking around doing stuff. And you're like, that looks good. (laughs) That looks really good. But the lighting, I want to talk about this too, this about you, about with you after episode three was uh, the lighting of Bo-Katan in the cockpit blew my mind i couldn't i was like why does it look so good it looks so good yeah her her mask her helmet and everything everything is just looking like way too top notch this i don't know like last year was fine but this year is just i don't know they maybe they've really figured out the volume and how to get it lit properly i don't know what it is but it just every time they're in a cockpit i said this about r5 how you look like a muppet i'm like every time they're in a cockpit everything just looks like I want to touch it. Yeah. I want to touch it. <laughs> don don. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's go to the odds. <laughs> All right, never tell me the odds brought to us by our Patreon. Never tell me the odds brought to you and me and everyone in the vicinity 
by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast if you like what we do why don't you come on down and support us because i don't Ah, know we got to get james a chair (laughs) i don't know what's happening but anyways like support us because we love talking about star wars and we love bringing it to you and we love the following people heidi fetter executive producer barry brophy dennis allen randy kenobi mary kristen aton Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Disney Does He, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Denners, and Dale Erdman, who I think went to bed or went to, to work, one or the other. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on all of these. Uh, it's awesome. Also, for anybody that doesn't like doesn't trust Patreon, because people are like, I don't trust Patreon. We have channel members available now as well. You could be a channel member. So so get me a chair. My neck is starting to hurt, but I'm going to be stubborn about this. I'm not (laughs) going to get up. Uh, By the way, Skydome looking phenomenal. Can't wait to get there. Probably won't this year, but it's looking great, Brock. Just want to say really enjoying the way that it's looking. All right. Our first odd. Never tell of the odds, Grogu will restore the Jedi Order. Episode 12, <sighs> Grogu restores the Jedi Order. Damon Lindelof quit Star Wars because Kathleen Kennedy said Grogu has to be the one to restore the Jedi Order. <laughs> um, I'm going to go 20% just because I'm like, mm, maybe. It's definitely a character they 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 should make that character as lucrative as possible. Like, yeah. I think you're unplugged again. <laughs> I think the problem is Baby Yoda is is cute and great and everything. Yeah, but, but teenage Groot nobody cares for. Oh, don't get me started about Groot. He looks so weird in the Christmas special. That's how he looks in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah, they don't like it. I don't care for it. It looks weird. But I'm just saying, everyone loves baby Groot. Yeah. Then teenage Groot comes, and you're like, I don't want this. <laughs> and so, like, and now, yeah, now we got weird, we got weird bodybuilder Groot. Like, so what's, like, baby, the minute he's not a baby anymore, it's going to lose its luster. So I, I'm kind of fearful of that. But, I, but uh, you know, they're so screwed with ideas that I can't. I, I'm going to go uh, 30%. The Jedi, just let the Jedi Order die for a while. Restore it in 200 years and do the whole story over again and do a proper reboot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, never time of the odds. Din will help Bo-Katan lead Mandalore. We kind of talked about this a little while ago. Yeah, maybe. It's I have no idea. Like, no, I guess we we've seen the black saber, dark saber, black saber, black saber, black saber. Like in this season, but it's just like it's it's only been four episodes, and I forget. Like, oh yeah, we talked about this and that and that. So I don't. I have no idea. Who's gonna ro- rule Mandalore right now? It's like it feels like it might be just the the children of the Watch. Um, yeah, maybe there is no one leader, and they're like, no, it needs to be a group, a committee. But um, I'll go sixty percent because I feel like they're putting a lot of work into this right now. That yeah, yeah, it's got to be one of those two, or maybe Grogu. Obviously, I'm gonna go sixty percent because I can't go full Brock again. Yeah. And our final lot is brought to us by executive producer Heidi Fetter. I got a message uh, at uh, 1029 a.m. on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a never time of the eyes, uh, but don't read it until you watch The Mandalorian. Spoilers. And then, there was uh. a lot of, then there was a space. So I said, well, I'm not looking at that. So I read it at night. And it was never time of the odds. What are the odds that Padme sent the Naboo ship to Coruscant? oh yeah then yeah because it was it was i think that's the yeah. one from revenge of the sith because the one in tiger loans gets blown up and the one in the phantom menace which is my favorite of all the queen ships it just kind of vanished <laughs> lucas yeah. was like yeah. we need more toys use a different ship yeah i forgot about that he gets into a naboo cruiser uh oh man 
I'm going to go 75% because that sounds awesome. I'm yeah. really hesitant to believe it. There be, but like, that would be sweet. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm wondering what her connection would would be. People are speculating now that it actually is Yoda's child, and if it, it, it I kind of don't necessarily not buy into that because there is three of these species, with Yaddle being the other one. And did Yaddle die in the cartoon? What happened to Yaddle? Does Dooku kill Yaddle? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So Yaddle dies. I haven't seen it. Thanks for ruining it. So Yaddle's dead. You've got Yoda, and now you've got Grogu. There's there's no. That's it. That's all you got. So I think yeah. I think this character, I think Grogu being, you know, possibly the last of that species, uh, is a big deal uh, for that one. So those are our odds. Let us know what your odds are in the comments below or in the live chat to the side as I sit up from my seat so that Brock can bring you the news. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow da 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 da. The only time my mic won't get unplugged is when I'm singing. <laughs> Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Directors Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, a.k.a. The Daniels, have clarified their involvement in an upcoming Star Wars spinoff series. The directing duo, also known as The Daniels, as I just said, addressed concerns that they are being they had been sucked up the corporate machine following reports of their involvement in Star Wars Skeleton Crew. In Instagram story, Quan explained they were only hired as guest directors on one episode of the Disney Plus series, which is created by John Watts and Christopher Ford. Uh, All the people adding us about getting sucked up by the corporate machine can chill, Quan wrote. These headlines are always misleading. Don't worry, we aren't working on a whole series. We guest directed on one episode. John Watts approached us to do an episode a while ago before everything, everywhere, all at once even came out. They love the uh, Quan said, we love John, love Star Wars, love learning new tech. We love meeting new cast and crew and we needed the days to keep our health care. So it was an easy yes. So all of that was decided prior to that. Their now award winning movie have ever coming out. So it's like everybody relax. The Daniels. They're just going to do more work. And if you've seen that movie, that'd be a pretty cool episode of Skeleton Crew. So all I took away from that story is they're shooting the Skeleton Crew. <laughs> uh, there's a new Darth Vader comic book coming out. Uh, learn the power of the dark side with the first look at Star Wars. Darth Vader, black, white, red, number one. An anthology issue created by an all-star lineup of the comic talents. Currently, you can see it on Marvel.com. The the stories will be written by Jason Aaron, Leonard Kirk, Peach Momoko, Torun Grombeck, and Klaus Jones, Klaus Jansen. The issue sees Aaron team up with Kirk for a rousing saga that will span all four issues while Momoko contributes her first ever interior work to a Star Wars comic. Likewise, acclaimed writer Torun Grombeck will make her star, star Wars debut in a story with Jansen. All I am, <clears throat> this <clears throat> this is uh, Jason Aaron speaking. All I am, all I am surrounded by is fear and dead men. That moment from Star Wars Vader down is still one of my favorite things I've written during my time at Marvel. I love getting to let Darth Vader cut loose with all his power in such an epic way. I couldn't pass up the chance to revel in the dark side again and put Vader in an even more perilous situation and see how he carves that out. So if you want to check out this comic, what head over to Marvel.com. And there is a, I believe, few panels of what the story, or just this breakdown of the story. Uh, and in our final story, according to Jeff Snyder on the Hot Mike podcast, Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends director David Gordon Green was also developing a Star Wars movie for the Lucas for Lucasfilm at one time. However, it appears the studio chose to part ways with the filmmaker after his 2021 horror sequel was met with most negative reviews the scooper explains that green was going to get a star wars movie off the ground prior to halloween kills release and despite the filmmakers hopes to the contrary his star wars project is now a non-starter particularly given how poorly those halloween sequels seem to go over 
it's, it's hard to say we won't get any horror star wars movies coming our way but people are trying but you know don't be scared because this is hollow news few things stuck out to me during the news today Brock. Yeah. and i gotta chime in mm-hmm. first of all well, you, the, the story you just mentioned, yep. another person coming in, make a Star Wars movie, and yep. then their movie bombing and parting ways. There's a lot of parting ways. I'm glad, obviously, that wasn't. Th- th- there's a rumor going around, and I think yep. it's also it's from somewhere, that they're going to announce three Star Wars movies at Celebration. And I've got to yes. yeah. flat out say that if they do that, I am, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to react. I'll probably do a rant. I just like what the, what is the point? Because now they because one of them that they're going to announce apparently Brock is the one that Damon Lindelof wrote and then walked away from because he wasn't happy with it. Now they got Stephen Knight to come in and write it. And it's like, but there's nothing tangible there. Like there's nothing yeah, exactly. there. You had a writer come in, submitted a script, said, I don't want to work on this anymore, and left. Now you got another writer coming in for a director. Like, I just stop it. Stop it. Like, yeah. just imagine if they would have given, and maybe it would have been worse or the exact same. I don't know. But if they didn't rush JJ Abrams on Rise of Skywalker, maybe something else could have come from that. Maybe, you know, a little more things would have been fleshed out. Maybe Finn would have told Ray what the hell he wanted to say for two hours. I don't know. Like, there are things. Yeah. Like, just stop it. Like, nobody is crying over a Star Wars movie right now. We're happy with TV. Figure it out and then get to us. Don't announce anything. Secondly, the people complaining about the Daniels directing an episode of shut up yeah that's yeah. all i want to say i just want to say that. like directors have come in and directed tv shows before it's okay. like give me a break do you know what it is for that like okay they're artists sure but do you know what else they need brock money they need a paycheck so they can eat and feed yeah. their families and their pets so let them direct star wars they're yeah, exactly. they're somewhat talented. They might have a trophy on their shelf. Like, <laughs> shut up! Why can't yeah. this is why? Like, this is why Star Wars is the greatest franchise. We talked about on my best, but it has the worst fan, fans on earth. Just <laughs> zip it. This right here is our no. Marsh Madness. Sorry, my internet froze. Yeah. They're going to announce a Batgirl movie at Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> here's, here's our second round. I mean, the answers are pretty much it. I might, I might post this again on uh, on Instagram. We got Din Djarin versus Anakin Skywalker, Han Solo versus Chewie, Vader versus Moff Gideon, and the second sister versus Maul, formerly Darth. Uh, the results have been... Not, so The Anakin-Luke one, I will tell you, Brock, was 50-50. And we had two write-ins that shifted that in Anakin's direction, if you can believe that. That was hmm. pretty shocking. Chewie was a landslide. A yeah. landslide. Uh, Din started very tight with Bo and then, and then broke away. Vader uh, was way more than I thought. Gig
Oh, hey, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, March Madness looks pretty good. I'm, I think it'd be pretty cool if Chewbacca won over Han Solo and went to the finals. There he is. Welcome back. Elisa froze on your full screen graphic. Did it really? Oh, I was all yeah. oh, on the, yeah, yeah. I got booted out of StreamYard. It was like StreamYard was like, you, no suit for you, and threw me out. All right, top five. Here we go. Top I five. Heard, I heard a chair squeak. Yeah, that's probably me. I'm not even on a chair. I'm on a futon. This has been well established. Um, all right, here we go. Top five moments from episodes three and four. We'll do a dual top five. Uh, my number five, Grogu winning the youngling battle or foundling battle. Suck it, foundling. Paz Vizsla's son. Terrible. You're a terrible Mandalorian. I just like seeing Baby Yoda jump and shoot <laughs> paint guns. Uh, what is this top five again? Top five moments in the episode? This episode and the last episode. Three oh, out of okay. four. Uh, I'm gonna know number five is the pterodactyl disappearing, disappearing out of nowhere. It's like, oh, that's cool. Like we're getting a lot of creatures this 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 season. <laughs> like wicked. So yeah, great moment. My number four is the uh, empty Imperial Star Destroyer that they mm. go into on Coruscant in season or episode three. I, I thought. I mean, it's kind of weird that no one was guarding it, but I really don't care. It looked awesome seeing it parked there, and they and they jumped on board. So that's my number four. Imperial biscuits is my number four. <laughs> when are they going to sell those? At the FYI, another thing I saw on Rip TikTok, Brock Star Wars official TikTok page did a how to make them video, a cooking video, a baking video, on how to make your own biscuits at home. I'll oh. send you the link. Yeah, you can make it. I also link. saw one where it's like, what's the stew that Bo-Katan makes? Poppin'? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop, potpourri. Puffin. 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 Puffin stew. Pop. Pop, 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 pop video. Pop, pop, video. Um, my number three is going to be the, I guess, the the dog fight over uh Bo-Katan's castle that's pretty sweet it looked good and it was just wow i can't believe this is a tv show <laughs> i'm sending you the biscuits video so you can make them this weekend nice i want to see a video brock i want to see a video of you making them nah <laughs> my number oh, i have to pick up my phone my number 3 Bo-Katan dogfight from last week's oh. episode. The opening of it, so good. Such a good yeah. moment. Uh, my number two is going to be... Ragnarn. <laughs> That's my sword! <laughs> Heavy! Two cups of flour, one cup powdered sugar. S sticks butter. How many sticks? <laughs> S? Is that all it is? That sounds like... Sounds like two, bacon. Six, two sticks of butter. That's a lot of butter. I use America. vegetable. I'll use vegetable oil. How about that? How about half a teaspoon of vegetable? <laughs> they don't fluff. They're not fluffy. They look like cookies and cream bars. I think. I don't know. Yeah. yeah what yeah. do I know? I wonder what he actually ate. They're like these are veggie sticks. They had to have no crunch. You'd imagine they're probably like <laughs> shortbread. They might have just been shortbread. Um, uh, my number two, I'm at our shock troopers. Shock troopers, <laughs> I love shock troopers. They appeared, they are from the battlefront video game. <laughs> Dog hair flies by. I loved seeing them in live action. Anytime the clones show up, or stormtroopers, or anything shows up, I am all in on every freaking capacity. Uh, so just seeing them show up and uh. That's my number two. Uh, my number one is going. Ooh, to number be... two, number two, number two. I already did number two. What? Yeah. Did you skip one? No. Did I do? I I got ahead of you because you got distracted by something. That sounds like me. Oh, the cookies. <laughs> Sorry, it was yeah. the cookies. I was yeah. I was trying. I'm trying to help you with cookies. Okay, great. <laughs> my number one. What? Great. Don't give these people extra content. <laughs> it's Star Wars. 
Number one uh, for me is going to be the return of Lemons. Ahmed Best, a.k.a. Samesies. So, like, that's cool. That was a cool flex, and I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was like, Keller and Beck. Absolutely. Keller Beck. I completely agree with you. Uh, there's lemon zest in the cookies, FYI. Lemon. There you go. Uh, I completely agree. That was my number one. It was my favorite moment uh, maybe of of the series. I don't know. It Did it trump Luke Skywalker showing up? Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. In the moment. I mean, recency bias says yes, but probably not. Ultimately, <laughs> I would probably probably say no. But I absolutely loved it. I know people complain about it because God forbid we enjoy things in this day and age. Uh, you can't. I don't know. This feels like the show that just keeps on giving. You just you, you just can't ask for more. Yeah, you can't stop the beat, man. Like, uh, you can't stop it. Uh, I wish I kind of want this entire series now. I just just. Yeah, and that, I think honestly, ultimately, that's why I think the ratings being low are a combination of uh, like andor ratings were low, uh, and I just uh, there might have been too much. A lot of Star Wars is going on. People might be like, "Meh," but also I think realistically, Brock, um, I, I love the weekly, and the weekly works for doing a podcast. But I think people are just like, I'll just wait and watch them all. Or I'll watch it at my own pace when it's all said and done. I mean, I know yeah. my parent, my parents are doing that. I talk, I'm like, are you guys watching? They're like, no, we're just gonna wait. Mm-hmm. And they they'll watch them all at once. They watch. They're kind of like me, where they they'll watch two at a time, right? They'll like, we'll watch two and then whatever. And they did that with Obi Wan. And they did that. I don't know if they've watched Andor yet, but they did that with Obi Wan and I think Boba Fett. And they really like both of those. So maybe that's the way to go. <laughs> it's just watch them all. And this one, like I said a few weeks ago, this one really feels like it is the sum of all of its parts. Like this series this season is one big long movie instead of like you said the week to week extravaganzas that we're used to on mandalorian yeah 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 so i don't know i'm loving this season it's easy it's just so easy to like it so please more please please more yeah that is star wars on a friday night thank you everybody for watching brock anything else you want to say on this 279th installment of the rebel scum podcast uh no uh i'm gonna leave i believe yellow jacket has returned tonight so Boom, 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 season two, Yellow Jackets. So, speaking of Yellow Jackets, that's an HBO show, right? So, is that like at nine o'clock tonight it's on? Is that how Yellow Jackets work? Does it have a time? Or, no. or is it? I don't think it's an HBO show. I think it's like a showtime. Oh, it's showtime. H- right. It like... It's not HBO. Yeah, yeah it's, it's something else. Okay. Here's, what, here's the reason why I bring it up because uh, The Last of Us, say what you will. I know you weren't a big fan, but the thing that The Last of Us did better than anything else. I can say right now is it was on a nine o'clock on Sundays. Yeah. It wasn't 3 a.m. on Sundays. It was nine o'clock. Why cannot they do this? I don't know what English that was. Why can they not do that on Disney Plus? Just freaking put the Mandalorian on at a time that makes sense. And I don't have to like avoid going on the internet for an entire day. Like the whole the entirety of the internet you have to avoid and a lot of my job requires me to go on the internet and i have to like avoid it at all costs and it's really difficult to do that when you drop it at three in the freaking morning (laughs) i guess because hbo still exists as like a terrestrial channel right like it's not just a streamer yeah that's the only reason i can think of why and and HBO Sundays has like existed for the last 20 years, right? So Disney Friday. By the way, I also prefer these shows on Fridays, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm fine with Wednesdays if you just don't make it freaking three in the morning like <laughs> dickheads. Three in the morning, bro. And like I Fantasia messaged me really early. He goes, stay off everything. <laughs> and no one everyone spoiled Ahmed Best within seconds. It's yeah. like the minute that door, like people had their phone ready. It's like, geez, man. Like, no chill. And even Star Wars, official Star Wars, released the poster 
of Ahmed Best the yeah. next day. There yeah. are people that still wait to watch until the weekend. The next day, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, cut us some slack. At least put it on at a decent time. Because 3 a.m. is just bull crap. Bulk and it is midnight on the West Coast, but West Coasters suck. No offense to them. I'm joking. <laughs> but like that's fine. Like midnight, but midnight is like reasonable. But 3 a.m. That's ridiculous. Like either like don't even put it on the East Coast or just don't like just stop it. I can't handle it anymore. I'm not waking. I can't watch it before work. I, I just stop. I, no, I'm upset, Brock, with Disney. Bob yeah, Iger. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Bob Iger. Freaking Bob. Iger. Anyways, so <laughs> this has been the Rebel Scumbags <laughs> podcast. Watch The Last of Us. All right, he's Brock. I'm James. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. And a great weekend, too. This has been a blast, Brock. Oh, hold on a second. I have to kill time while I have put this back in. Uh, Brock, you, um, at some point during today's show, oh, wow, this is very slow. At some point during today's show, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.